The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might leave through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. This is the beginning of a poem titled, The Song of Being a Child, by Peter Hanke. It goes like this. When the child was a child, it walked with its arms swinging, wanted the brook to be a river, the river to be a torrent, and this puddle to be the sea. When the child was a child, it didn't know that it was a child. Everything was full of life, and all life was one. Now this poem begins the German film, Wings of Desire. And it connects the life of the child with what this movie is about. It is about an angel who becomes human. This poem is used because it does connect the way the child sees life and the way this angel who became human sees life. For the child, a puddle is the sea. And for this incarnate angel, wiggling his toes is a reason to marvel and rejoice. For both of them, they see everything as full of life and then beckon us also to see it that way. Now, in today's Gospel reading, we have an incarnate God, and we have lots of children. Jesus, as the incarnate God, as the end of the reading said, is full of grace and truth. Now, we might imagine full being like a glass filled to the brim. But Jesus, as the Son of God, who is full of grace and truth, this fullness is actually an overflowing. Not just to the top, but spilling out. Jesus is so full of grace and truth that it spills out of him and washes 
over and saturates humanity with abundance, with grace upon grace. Now, this abundant grace changes life for those who receive Jesus as who he says he is, Son of God. It first gives those receivers the status of being children of God. Then, with this new identity of becoming children of God, life is lived according to the will of the Heavenly Father that is also characterized by this abundance of grace. But there's more. When Jesus is received, not only does one's life fill up with grace and truth, but life itself, creation, becomes saturated with grace upon grace so that the most ordinary of things are now things to marvel at and rejoice over. This is why Christmas is filled with children's stories. They best capture grace and truth because they are filled with wonder, miracles, and joy. Whether it is the Christmas Carol or Charlie Brown's Christmas, or stories about a Grinch or a magic train, Christmas is filled with fantastic stories because they echo the most fantastic story of God's Son becoming incarnate. That child's story changes all children's stories and affects each one of them. We love these children's stories, and we tell them even as adults because they touch our deepest desire for Christmas, a world that is full of grace rather than hurt, A world full of truth rather than lies. This world of grace and truth is precisely the one God created in the beginning, but was tragically lost when humanity tried to live life on their own rather than according to the Heavenly Father. We have tried our best to live life with grace and truth, but our best attempts rarely get close to the top or to the brim, and our normal attempts actually fill life with hurt and loss. And at this time of the year, for many of us, we are reminded, because of the hurt and loss, that life is not like those children's stories we desire so much. At the same time, though, this is precisely what Christmas offers. Christmas offers you the life of the Son of God, the life of a child, a life full of grace and truth. Christmas shows us that Jesus, as the Son of God, lives a life of grace that chooses each one of us over all things. His grace means he loves you to death, his death. And his death is your life, And his resurrection fills that life with abundance, turning the most ordinary into reasons to marvel at and rejoice. So as we gather here this morning to celebrate our Lord's birth, to those who received him as the Son of God, in a way it is your birthday too. It is your birthday 
as a child of God. Jesus' story as the Son of God is the child's story that best captures the life of God that he is creating for all of us. Jesus, as the incarnate Son of God, gives us hope that we are more than just the sum of our parts, and that life is fuller than what we may first see. God becomes flesh today so that all of us who have flesh may realize and live as God's beloved children. Our life now becomes a children's story. Christmas shows us that creation is a child's world, where a puddle is the sea, a children's story is as true as even as it is fantastic, and our lives are full of grace. And it's here, in the church. The church reminds us that this is the world that God created, that this world is a child's world. It is the son of God's world. So that, as we tend to forget and try to make it our own, we come back here so that we may together marvel at the ordinary things filled with grace and truth. Like water that is a lavish or washing away of sins. Or human speech that is in fact the voice of God. Bread and wine that is in fact the divine life. Or finally, broken people who received Jesus as the Son of God, that are begotten not by blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but are actually begotten by God, that are actually filled with grace and truth, overflowing, ready to love the world. This is something not only to marvel at, to rejoice, not today, but for the rest of our lives. Merry Christmas, in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.